Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. Dang, that thing was acting sketchy tonight. That's, that silence scared me. I was like, oh. Yeah, everything was like lagging and acting funny. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. I feel like I'm on the wrong side of this. Let's switch this. There we go. That's more normal right there. Feel better? I feel right. I feel good. Okay. Uh, tonight is one of my favorite nights, although it is a risky risky night, Ryan. We're doing the, the viewer call-in show because this show is all about the viewers, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Supposedly? Allegedly? Allegedly. We have yeah, to say we also have, about everything. Yeah, yeah. That, that's legal. For legal. From the legal team. Everything's alleged. <laughs> From Matt Zapala. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we've got a mystery guest as well. It's going to slide in here later with a big announcement for KBN and for himself. I already gave it away. It's a him. Dang. Not a them. It's a him. Uh, he's coming in. Uh, we'll have him here in a little bit, but it's a call-in show. So the link is in the description on YouTube and Facebook. I also threw it in the chat on YouTube and Facebook. I even put it above the share over on the KBN group page. So we have a lot of hot topics that we cover on the group page. A lot of trash is talked. A lot of Feelings get riled up. Uh, so now it's time not to thumb it out, but to talk it out. We want you to call express in. Express your right? emotions. Yeah, express your emotions. But before we do that, uh, how was your weekend, Ryan? How's things? It was good, man. I didn't I didn't do anything this weekend. We went pond fishing on the farm, ran around with a dog, uh, did some volleyball stuff Sunday, just took took a weekend off. There we go. I feel that. I didn't do much of much of anything this weekend either. I did get to watch my son. I watched him on the leaderboard. I didn't fish with him. He was in the Table Rock event with Moyak and, and our Arkansas group. He struggled a little bit, lost a bunch of fish, and also lost some fish because he covered the ID up on his hand. So he learned a hard say, lesson. Tell us about those. Tell us about those young man mistakes out there. Yeah, he learned a hard lesson of uh, watch with that. I told him not to put it on his hand. Might want to put it on a card and slide it in a tourney <laughs> tag, but he did it anyway. And the dreaded Old Town pedal covered his poor hand up well see. that's that's why you don't drive them things around you know i'm saying i'm saying but uh, <laughs> he uh you paddled, know should have paddled you know yeah didn't cost him any money just a few aoy points so he learned a good lesson it's better to happen like that than cost you a check or something that's right that's right we have our first guest in in waiting yeah already man it's already Let's fired up slid in here this young man uh before we let our first caller in and he's wearing the hat that's going to kind of talk about this but we're doing a giveaway tonight yeah Tell us about it, Ryan. So, I run Yak Addicts also. Uh, it's an apparel brand. Um, all of our KBN merch and F This Lake merch is going to be ran on the Yak Addicts website. So, instead of going through this drop ship back and forth, blah, blah, uh, I'm kind of tired of it. So, <laughs> so I'm bringing it in-house. I've got this Shopify site that I pay for already, so I'm going to throw that merch on there. I ordered two runs of the black and the camo The Nation hats. And the rest of the F This Lake merch will be in this week from Chase Tanner. So it will all be available on the Yak Addicts website. 
I'll post that link once everything is updated. But as for the like and share contest, I'm giving away a Yak Addicts hat and a bull red Yak Addicts t-shirt. So like it up, share it up, and see who wins it tonight. There you go. I know you got a. I know you got a cease and desist order on selling those bull reds. But I can give them away, away baby. You can't right. stop me. And it's one of my favorite shirts that I own. I love that bull red shirt. Wish kids sell. I like. Are, I like the people that don't pay attention to it and they just kind of glance at it and then they're like, "Wait a minute, that's a fish." Yeah, that feels like that could be like a viral seller down on the coast for all the inshore guys. Yeah. If it was. Like, I know. I, if I man, yeah. if I knew a guy down there in like Pensacola. That was maybe a partner in Yak Addicts that could sell these things. I'm saying he should shut up. He should set up like a hot dog stand with Yak Yak Addicts bull red shirts. I'm sure beach volleyballers would love to have a Yak Addict shirt. Oh, you know it. You know they would. But yes. So there you go. Like and share Yak Addicts. Share the stream. Like stream. There you go. And on YouTube, as always, you can just comment and like the YouTube uh, live stream. So. Yeah. Looks like we're about half and half Facebook and YouTube right now. So hook us up like that over there on YouTube. That helps more people find it. Leave a comment on YouTube and then you know what to do on Facebook. We'll get them tweeters up again. We had like 20 tweeters last time. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the, the tweeters don't show on our counter here on our, our software. So I have to look at that after the fact. I got you. So, okay. Anyway, you can't like comment from Twitter or anything. All you can do is watch. So we appreciate you though. We appreciate you tweeters. Thank you. Yeah. If you're over there with Elon and the boys on, on Twitter, slide over to YouTube so you can comment, mix it up with us. Be fun. Uh, Be fun. Times. We got, we got the, the janitor in the, in the comments. He's trying to make some extra money. 22%. My God, Brad Andrews. It is a safe space. Call in and talk about it. Sir. Do it. Do it. Uh, all right. So what do you say, man? You want to get uh, our first guest in here? He's lined up and ready. Let's do it. Hey, what's cracking? What's up boys? What's up, Josh Evans? You always what call you in, doing? man. We appreciate that. Man, I just miss y'all, you know. This is the same. What's up? Congrats on that KBF check, big dog. Hey, <laughs> a little surprised, you know, but hey, I got paid. I will I say it. I heard that. I heard I, that. that. That's one of our topics of conversation this afternoon. Is, I don't know. Is these boys waiting on that bailout money still? And <laughs> Potomac's already been paid out. They're in the government cheese line down down around the block, and you already got paid. Hey, man, look, you already know how I feel, but it was in my backyard, and your boy needed to make some coins, so. Boy, boy, boy. It what it is. That's what Marshall thought, too. He's still standing around with his hand out. See the, the the whole the whole uh goal is just don't make a lot of money on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying it. just just get minimal, just get minimal, so you can still get paid. You yeah, just need enough for like ten, three ten digits or... in the hundreds. You can you can still yeah. Get it. Okay. Yeah, you That's get ten good. or fifteen memberships come in and boom, you're paid. That's how it goes. Right, right. <laughs> it's more than knuckleheads. What's going on up there, Josh? Give us a give us a report on the Mid Atlantic region. Boy, I tell you what. Um, the tide of Potomac itself is fishing really, really well. I wish to God we could get a big trail out here. Uh, the ones that I like, you know, um, Damn. I think, well, I mean, I'm being honest. If we could get Bassmaster or Hobie out here for uh, late April Potomac, um, you see some big bags come out. I really do think. What what did a couple years ago you said they were they were busting thirty bags out there? Yeah, on, on some grasses and whatnot. They sure were. They sure were, and of course it doesn't help. It doesn't help our cause when, you know, I was trying to get it get the upper bay books for the same time frame, and then we got the end of summer when it's completely choked out and dog ass. 
that that didn't do didn't do too hot. No, nope. No, the locals don't even want to fish it then. So why would anybody else want to come fish it? You know. I, I think a lot's changed since then, though. You know, I think, absolutely. I think bass listening to people, and you experience that. You know. Oh yeah. You and Aaron both trying to solicit feedback there, but uh, I think a lot's changed. I think I think you you probably will see a more attention paid to the northeast especially but hopefully they consult on that that timing piece obviously the susky there's a lot of leeway you know you can do summer yeah. you can do fall there, there's a lot of different things you can do but uh if you're saying that you know that potomac you got to hit it in the spring that's kind of a you know uh a trade-off almost you're trading off you know one of your your texas or southeast spring events for uh, right for a potomac so but i'll tell you what you i mean it worth it that's the question, some Josh. i'm gonna tell you like this some of the weather i've seen at some of the events y'all boys was that when i was down there uh <laughs> they, they they ain't missing much if they come up this way i promise you they actually might see something they like and it'll be a totally different challenging type of fishery you know title title bass is a whole nother animal I, I didn't even know there was such a thing it, it is so that you know they respond and they feed based on current um and so you've got to like time the tide like know the tides where you're at and really time kind of where you're focusing your energy during those tide shifts and there's a lot behind it but man if you if you get on them or if you dial it in you could really put up a big bag if those tides start changing about 9 30 10 a.m i'm in that's a good time that's a good time well that that's actually about when they changed this uh this last weekend when we was competing perfect so yeah you get on the water right when it's time to start cracking fish i like that jeff will you come fish the tidal potomac with us uh probably not i'm banned. man you need to come on with it <laughs> i'm banned from the district of columbia for some of my online activities well you ain't got to come district columbia come oh, okay. to district of josh's house in maryland fool there you oh, okay. go look at that i got you i got you we got arcade in the basement and everything bro see you i might put, do it put you up right I need to start flying to tournaments like some of these PKAs because driving ain't going to get it. You got to fly in a week early. That's the trick. That's it. That's what I Look, Jeff, I'm going to take you downstairs right quick while y'all chatting about PKAs and whatnot. I'm going to show you, you something. Uh, are you fishing Cayuga, Josh? Man, it depends. I got, uh, I just got this new gig actually starting tomorrow. But uh, Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. But also, I'm getting neck surgery on the 25th of this month. So... You're going to be laid up for a minute? Uh, it's supposed to only be like a two or three week turnaround, but yeah, we'll see. Jeff's back. I'm know. saying, are you Somebody still going back. downstairs? You got like a 10 story house? What are you doing? Oh, hurts. I mean, look, hold up. Here we go. We got some senses, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Some NFL blitz, little air hockey, some friends. Look good. Little right. Street Fighter, different versions. Okay. Man, right. I, I will come to that tournament. Look, we got some pool table action. What's good? Man, Josh. ball. I don't know. Is that why a keyboard over there? Oh yeah, that too. Because I I play around with some stuff, you know. <laughs> a little basketball hoop, a little mini one. Oh man, I love this. I'll definitely come out there. Hell yeah, I'm just saying. I love I love to see it, Josh. Uh, when's the next national tournament you are gonna try to attend? What's on your radar? I'm gonna try for Cayuga, but I don't know yet. Um, if not Cayuga, something really quick after that. If I fly to Cayuga, can you bring me a NAR? Bro, if you if you wanted to fish in a NAR, I would bring you too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you might need to actually. So that's, no. Safe. I like I like that backup plan. 
y'all see Josh Massey, Josh Massey put in there. Did you see the results from Cayuga? They had a, I guess, a local or elite series event up there. They, they oh man, up. that dude, that one, that thing put up a hundred inches. Yeah, everybody yeah. had ninety. There were some, some good bags up there. Yeah. Hey, look. Also supporting the homie. What's up? Hey, hey, yeah. I know that guy. That's foreshadowing. That's right. That's what? Foreshadowing. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. He's talking about five o'clock shadow. I think. Hey, yeah. Down too oh, we talking about payments again? Damn. Okay. Nah, we're all over the place. Uh, all right, boys. Well, hey, I'm gonna let y'all get back to the show. I just want to say I love y'all. Miss y'all. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate it, Josh. Miss you, dog. Peace. There we go, Josh Evans. All I right, so guy. old yeah. housemate. I wish he'd get back on the road with us, man. Yeah, He's that's hilarious. one of my favorite dudes I've ever met out there on the on the trail. Um, all right, so before we get our next guest in, this is our mystery guest. He's not just a call-in guy. He's what? one of our. He's our mystery guest. We got to talk is about he? our sponsors, and then we'll bring him in. Uh, okay. Of course, show is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle, DugoutFishing.com. Everybody knows what they can do down there. They can work some magic rigging your boat. They got everything you need. Anything new in there recently, Ryan? That you know of? Uh, they they're peddling peddling them old towns out of that place here here recently. You go down there, you see quite a uh, quite a wide variety of kayaks. There's a lot of uh, Jacksons for the for the paddle craft. You got a couple of blue skies tricked out, obviously Hobies, but most recently uh, they brought in the old town line. There you go, the, the number one and number two in the yak bracket from this year. That's <laughs> right, that's right. That was probably what prompted it. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. And then pro guide lithium, of course, I've, I've got a message out to them. We should have them on very soon, uh, to talk batteries, uh, highest quality batteries you can get your hands on out there. And I know there's a lot of choices these days, but when you're laying out that kind of money, you want to make the right choice. So look at those pro guides, code KBN sealed battery. That's right. And then uh bang tail whiskey. Yeah. Ryan. We got, we got some, some swag coming for bang tail. I sent you over the the layouts on it earlier today. So hopefully we'll have some bang tail merch in hand soon as well. Yeah. And the show of course is also supported by Revo, Z-Man, Gill and Seagar who help us with the giveaways every week. Uh, this week though, like Ryan already said, we're doing a yak addicts giveaway. So you just yeah. have to share, share the show, a little like and share for some yak addict swag. Um, and there we go. We appreciate our sponsors. Appreciate the viewers. Show wouldn't be anything without both. So we love it. Is this better uh, Johnny? Let me go. know. Let me know what it sounds like. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, next, our guest is here. Our mystery guest is here. But this is not only a guest. This is a new frontier for KB Nation in the podcast. Uh, frontier. Frontier, isn't it, Ryan? What do you th- what, what do you want to say about that? Uh, so, you know, we, we've been looking to do a little expansion work, right? Uh, and, and no offense to expansion, but Jeff and I don't really want to put any more on our plate. <laughs> so, so we are looking at people that can kind of continue, uh, you know, the, the kind of free speech, open forum format, uh, but be entertaining and engage with people. And I think this guy is the perfect fit for that, you know, uh, near and dear to our hearts. Uh, I think a lot of people enjoy the the entertainment value that he brings, whether it's his Instagram stories on different food places or his hot takes on tournaments or uh, some of his antics on the water. But without further ado, without further ado, the new addition to the KBN Podcast Network, Jordan Marshall. Jordan Let's Marshall. Let's go. The mullet What's returns. Up, 
in the flesh or in at least flesh. on camera and what's the name of this podcast going to be jordan road dogging road dogging with jordan marshall there it is how about that everybody? hey yo and the idea of this to preface this isn't to duplicate or just have another you know kbn live same old thing marshall has complete creative freedom to run off down whichever rabbit hole he wants to and, and good do or bad thing. that's right <laughs> yeah, good or so. bad whatever you know you're not going to cost us money so i promise you that yeah, st <laughs> we're still waiting on the lawsuits to come in uh it's dogging with a w ryan van tyne you stop it stop it Jeez, uh van steve field say he's taking credit for the pick of course steve well done thank you steve uh, thank you credits yeah. to the janitor for sure that's right yeah so jordan tell us man what what do you uh are you excited about this what, what are you planning to do where are you planning to go with this thing so first off i'm i'm pumped i'm so excited i've told a bunch of people you know i'll try to keep a little bit of a secret but i've told a bunch of people because i'm so excited um you know i'm so thankful for you guys to kind of get me under this umbrella to give me the opportunity to do this um i've had a lot of great feedback from being on podcasts both co-hosting with you guys and being a guest with you guys and doing you know everything i could get into and talk to whoever um and i've had good feedback from all that so to have an opportunity to do something myself is you know fantastic so um the premise of the podcast is not necessarily you know uh, i'm leaving the the tournament champions up to you guys on monday nights um you know a lot of what i'm going to do is try to get all these characters that we've ran into and it's going to be a place to talk about all the guys that are traveling you know 15 20 hours to tournaments yes possibly some mead reviews uh that was fantastic. he's gonna do whatever he wants to bobby whatever he wants uh, to. it's 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 gonna be everything it's gonna be a a a recap of of you know however much time you know i don't even know you know we don't you know have a set time we're gonna do this yet but it's going to be um just a recap of all the crazy stuff that goes on uh, all the awesome characters that we have that aren't necessarily going to win a lot of tournaments or, you know, whatever, but it's the guys. Can I be are... a guest on your show? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's stories of, of the community. <laughs> Everybody talks about the, the kayak fishing community. It's going to be stories of the community. Um, you know, all the guys that are helping each other out, the guys that are traveling and sleeping in their vans and cars and, you know, all, all, all that kind of stuff, the fun stuff about the community, and we're going to cut up, we're going to joke around a lot, and it's, you know, going to be light, and we're going to have um, random, you know, gas station on the side of the road, fun food reviews, and random <laughs> crap that I get into, um, you know, just just stuff like that. It's it's going to be fun, and I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. Think you could do any interviews with the non kayak fishing characters that you meet at some establishments or whatnot? So you know the the, the goal, you know, big big picture. I would love to have all these guys. Um, you know, it, it, one of the people that sticks out in my mind of when I was trying to get this, I, I would like to get you know enough credibility to to do this to try to get guys like Brandon Polinick because uh, when some of the local guys that I know met Brandon Polinick, he was sleeping in his truck in eastern tennessee to get ready for some random local saturday charity tournament here in knoxville and he's from idaho and he'd been on the road for like a month and a half just driving around fishing and fishing tournaments 
Um, so, you know, that's obviously kind of the, you know, get somebody like Polonik on a podcast that would, you know, I kind of feel like I'm doing something then, but until then we're going to interview everybody here until, you know, we, we have as much fun as we can. I don't think that'd be a hard goal to knock out. Polonik's a good dude. He'd probably jump on just for the hell of it. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. We got a plug. Dugouts peddling old towns. Now he's an old town sponsored dude. We got the line direct line. We were talking about uh, elk hunting at ICAST last year in the in the hallway of the hotel. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a big big elk hunting dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of positive feedback in the comments, uh, Jordan. A lot of people are pumped about this. Uh, Billy Bowden says he slept in a tent at Rayburn. Does that count for an interview spot? Um, maybe some of the other you stuff even, he did. Did Billy. you even make it into your tent at Rayburn, Billy? <laughs> I like, like to see security cam footage of that. <laughs> I think he slept in the median, Ryan. That's <laughs> Bless his heart. He tried. Yeah. So I don't know the timeline and when we're going to get this off the ground and running, but it'll be sooner rather than later. And and I'm excited, man. I'm excited for Jordan. Excited for us. It's going to be cool. I'm I'm pumped. I've I've spent the last few days. Uh, shout out to my dad. I'd say he's probably watching going down the road. They're they're delivering a camper this next few days. So. Uh, shout out to my dad for helping me. You can probably see in the background here. There's some, there's some, we got, we got wiring, we got electricity in the building. I got an air conditioner in here now. Um, so I'm moved a bunch of my lighting. I'm going to put, you know, this is going to be a, a tackle barn. One of my ex-girlfriends called this the murder shed. Um, so we're, we're turning, we're, we're turning the murder shed into a, into a podcast slash tackle, tackle barn shed. So, you know, you spill you spill a little bit of red spike it down on the ground. Everybody goes nuts in here. Well, I think maybe that's what you should call it. Every time you come in, it's welcome to the murder shed. This is road dog uh, with Jordan Marshall. Oh man. I get flagged <laughs> enough on Facebook. I don't need to be saying murder on online all the time. Yeah. We're probably canceled now. Damn. It. That's what did it. That's what did it was bring it on Marshall. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Yeah. That was quicker than I thought we were going to get canceled. <laughs> there we go. Jacob, he's got the, uh, catch line for you right there good stuff according so <laughs> uh yeah people are loving it man jordan i'm excited i who, who you think your first guest is going to be if you had to if you had to Ooh. do you already have it lined uh, up in your mind who you want it to be so I, i've got a bunch of people um you know the, one of the first people that you know the, the, the reason road dog came to my mind is because i've said that a few times when i've been on stage and um i think one of the episodes i'd like to have on would be thomason just because, you know, we're, we're really good friends and we have so many stories of being on the road together, of uh, just getting trailers welded that have broken and running into, you know, a swindle in different places. And, you know, I think that would be a really fun episode to get him on there and us just go back and forth and talk about the crazy stuff that we've gotten into the last five years of traveling. Um, another one that came to mind is, you know, and uh, a lot of you guys will know um, Jim Weir because Jim Ware goes on these fun trips and he's like me where we'll pull off onto some barbecue restaurant because they, they've got a sign that says goat and smoke goat. You know what I mean? Jim, Jim Ware's my kind of guy and we were staying somewhere in Alabama together and somebody thought he was my dad. So, so I, you know, there, there's no shortage of, of stories and just random things that happen when I go places. So, um, anybody that's ever stayed with me knows kind of how that stuff goes. So, 
Um, but like I said, you know, I'm, I'm down to, to talk kayak fishing and, and talk craziness and, and the stories of being on the road. And that's what road dog is about. Yeah. It's I see Bobby good. Tinker in the comments. He, he seems like he'd be a good fit for, for something like this. If yeah. Have, I like you, Bobby Tinker. Have you got to hang around Bobby, Jeff? A little bit. Yeah. At the classic, at the classic and another tournament before that. So Boy, he is, he's a piece of work, man. Bobby, he's one of the OGs around here. Bobby, Bobby is hilarious. Yeah. He's a good people. A lot of good people he, out there. And he can tattoo you up. He does. A, he's an art artist. Yeah. My man was, I, I had a media pass for the classic deal, but my man was in and out of all the nooks and crannies of that. I couldn't keep up with him. I didn't know where he was going or where he was coming from. He was sneaking all in and out of everything. So he had the inside. I, I keep telling Bobby, if I ever get a tattoo, I want him to do it. But you know, I want to know. It. I want to it, feel it, that would probably be a hysterical experience. Yeah, that would that would be hysterical. That would probably go viral outside of kayak fishing. That's worldwide viral content right there. Yeah. Did you, you actually have barbecue go? So, I no. Uh, Jim Ware <laughs> sent me a picture of him that uh, he he pulled off on his on his trip in Florida a few weeks ago, and he saw a sign that said barbecue goat. You'll have to ask him about it. I I can't remember. I'm willing to bet he tried it. Knowing Jim, I'm I bet, I'm, I'm willing to bet he did too. Yeah, there's an idea for your tat right there. Small mullet with a heart, or a small heart with a mullet. Oh, above your dang. Josh, <laughs> Josh, getting graphic. Josh that is, uh, he's feeling froggy. He's a, he, <laughs> boy, he got, he got paid. They pay people for that trail. They paid, hey, yeah, they paid Potomac before they paid you for your event three months ago. It's a reverse pyramid. <laughs> take that, take that, sucker. <laughs> That's why I ain't got no insulation in my building. Yeah. Hey, if y'all could have seen the picture of the picture Jordan sent Ryan and I of him trying to hand dig a trough to lay that. He was, he's dedicated to this. He was uh, going to do it. I, luckily, I, I, I luckily he on. had the tractor come to the rescue on that one. Yeah. I, I made it about, I, I had to go about a hundred feet and I made it about six. And, uh, my, my dad realized what was, what was happening. He called my papa and he come brought us a tater turner and the tractor. And I, I took a picture of my papa coming up the driveway on this tractor and he was just as happy as could be. I mean, he lives to drive on the tractor. So he was happy he could help. And I was happy. I didn't have to dig a ditch, a uh, hundred feet. That's so, amazing. Yeah. I, so, sometimes I get going on something and I just don't think about it all that well. And I just get, just going after it without thinking the best way to go about it. So, you know, that's why half these stories end up happening. Cause I don't think before I do things. <laughs> it all well, works hey, out in the end, buddy. Thanks to Papa. You can now go live in the murder shit, my man. It's going to be yeah, good stuff. Papa, pa my dad, <laughs> for sure. Oh boy. So Jordan, you want to stick around with us? Or you got to run. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm, all right. I'm, you're here. Okay. I'm hanging, good, out, good. I'm hanging out like a hair on a biscuit. So, so Jordan's here. We're talking, he's talking about the podcast, but it is the call in show. So if you want to call in and ask Jordan about his podcast, give him ideas for who his guest should be do that. We have got one of our favorite guests in the lobby, Ryan. You see who it is? Perennial powerhouse. Perennial powerhouse <laughs> guest. Here he is. He's coming in hot. Bob Bailey. Oh What's up, man? What man? are you lying about being a powerhouse guest? What's what are, Bob? No, what? they all know. You're always oh, entertaining. Flattered. 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 What are you guys up to? Other than talking, podcasting. Yeah, we're talking new podcast with Jordan Marshall, Road Dogging, and uh, Road I guess Dogging. We're gonna talk, I guess we're going to talk some Road Dogging from now. the Murder Shed. 
Yeah, I we think, talk about. I think we need a Coon King podcast. To be honest with you, Ooh. I think that really set um, it off in here. Problem is, I don't, I don't have enough time. <laughs> I don't have enough time. Bob's too. I don't have enough time. Like Marshall will be traveling all over Timbuktu. I barely have enough time to hit one national tournament this year. What is this snacks of it? What is it? I want to know what the rest of that shirt says. I've got to know. Snack. <laughs> oh, Bob. Oh. All right. Check that box. Accident. Oh, so are you going to take boy. me coon hunting if I come up there and uh, and do Dude, the northern I will northern take you. Tour? We will go to the Northland where it's flat. You don't have to climb any hills, and the coons are at least, at least 20 pounds. Really? That sounds like a large, a large. <laughs> you might get eaten by a wolf. You might get eaten by a wolf, though. Well, but can you shoot those too? I think. <laughs> we we can't. If, we, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. Pro tip: We can't if I'm coon hunting with you. <laughs> we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be coming back wearing a wolf skin cap. <laughs> I mean, if you uh, follow the three S's, uh, you can shoot them. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I'll see if I can find a snacksident shirt to. Get yeah. uh, so what's, what's up like I, our north country is finally finally thought out nice. hey AJ was Bob. talking about your your favorite lake up there okie or whatever uh okay. somebody caught okay. a 30, yeah somebody caught a 30 bag up there is that right 30 bag was yeah it's last weekend actually and yeah. biggest bass was like 8.14 wow Maybe. And compared to like the rest of the state and the rest of the area, that's, that's ginormous. Are those all brown fish? Mixed bag. A large mouth gets a lot bigger than the brown fish in that lake. That's trash. I don't want a large mouth. I want to come up there for big smallies. Ooh. Big hey, small uh, mouth. You hey, got Bob, those where, too. Where can we find a 30 bag of big small mouth? 30 pound bag of small, big small mouth. Minnesota. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. Okay. Leach should be a close second. Um, there's a few other lakes too that have. Well, no, probably Molasa Leach. Or we go to Dora County. Marshall, are you writing this down? I think we can do some sort of ride off, like road dog and road dog and road trips or something. Ooh. Yeah, I, I do have a list of smallmouth fisheries. Remember that post a few months ago where I stored up everybody's favorite smallmouth fishery on the KBN? You got a tourney Marshall, are you coming up or angle float the Mississippi River, right? The not the one, not, going... not the crappy one, not the crappy one by lacrosse. We'll go up to a uh, St. Cloud where it's actually cooler. The, the odds of me ever going to the Mississippi River again, unless it's Venice, Louisiana, are probably slim to none because I did not enjoy my trip to the upper Mississippi around. Hey, I'm not, no I'm offense, not saying but... down there by lacrosse. We're going to go up there by uh, St. Cloud where the giant smallmouth live. Okay, I'm sold. That was easy yes. enough. Yeah. Giant have, moving have, water smallmouth. I'm sold. We have a, a pro tip question here from YouTube. What is uh, what are you, What's your take on uh, Minnesota looking to allow fishing during the spawn? How do you feel about it's that? About, it's about time. Oh. Yeah. Every other state around here allows uh, bass fishing year-round, whether it be catch and release in Wisconsin for like half the year or like Iowa, and they just don't care. <laughs> is and like y'all have one good lake up there. <laughs> that is true. Well, yeah. how does that affect? I mean, how like what are your fisheries like? I mean, after the spawn, is it just wide open? I mean, people are catching smallmouth as fast as they can cast, or I, mean, um, I know like they talk about the Canadian side of St. Clair and 
when the season opens on the Canadian side, those fish hadn't been pressured at all, and they say they're just going nuts. I think, you know, a lot of our lakes, you know, the setup really is a lot similar because we don't have big reservoirs like they do down south. And there are a lot of us are glacial lakes that are made, man-made from millions of years ago, 10,000, you know, how long it is. And they're just giant salables. And once you figure them out, you can basically break down one lake, you can break down every other lake in the southern Minnesota. Like you that. know, it's bigger fishing weed edges, um, rock piles, um, a lot of grass, and all, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Bob on Bob crime is what it's oh, looking like. Hey, Bob, earlier there was a comment saying uh, that you have a murder shed too. Is that true? Do you have a murder shed? What? Uh, <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. All right. I feel like Bob calls us from the murder shed all the time. It's like Bob on a couch in a basement and then a giant stuffed raccoon next to him. <laughs> if that ain't murdery, I don't know what is. Oh, but we're here for it. Oh, for you sure. are. Put the lotion on the skin, man. You know, <laughs> you're the man, Bob. I am. Bob, I am. as always, we thank you for calling in. Uh, what's your next, what's your next event? What are you looking at? Well, I'm kind of sticking around home, but I'm going to be at the Bassmaster in lacrosse for sure. Okay. All right then, Bobby, there you go. I'm not Let's sure. Go. I'm not sure much about the, uh, Colby, but I am for sure doing Bassmaster in lacrosse. We're trying to we're trying to get people to keep fishing the Hobie, man. We're working really hard at that, aren't we, Steve? Yeah, you guys are. It's just... <laughs> we're trying. Everybody, we got to keep we got to keep our our good ships floating, you know. Yeah, and I have nothing against the Hobie. It's just that it's just the timing worked out better for me to do the Bassmaster this year. And I'm going to do some local events here for Minyak, and and that's pretty much about it. There we go. Like yeah. It. All right, Bob. Well, I'll see you. I'll All see right. you this summer, buddy. We're com- I'm coming up there for at least you're one. Coming of up. All right, we're we're gonna go find a we're gonna find a random bar and go party at. All right, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna go, go coon hunting, my, but... I'm gonna go yeah. polish my coon rifle up. And I'll be up there. All right, see you. See you guys. <laughs> see you, Bob. Man. Man, Bob Bailey, one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that guy. He's the best. <laughs> Next caller is in the queue. There he is. Uh, Josh, up? It's the Seminole Pro. This Seminole our future. Bro. This our future roommate, Jeff. Semi Pro. <laughs> yes. About that, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have a hell of a time, young man. Hey Ryan, <laughs> what was that guy talking smack to you about the cornhole on on the page there? What was that about? Oh, uh, he was uh he stayed with us at Santee. That's Joe. Oh, uh, they okay. so they uh they not even knocked us off. They mopped the floor with us uh late one afternoon. I can't remember if it was the second day or third day. I think it might have been the day of the pseudo storms that we <laughs> took the day off for. But but uh yeah, they thumped our heads pretty good. So mm. I'm gonna need uh. I'm going to need a partner if you know anybody. Well, it's not me. I got you. I'm terrible. <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry. Cornhole pro. Corn, yeah, what's your cornhole noob? What's your, cornhole uh, noob. Cornhole noob. I got you. <laughs> like and subscribe over there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Josh, what's going on, man? Not much. Um, the reason I wanted to call in is like, and, and it's kind of like a segue, what you were talking about. What's up with Hobie? Why are the numbers down? What do you think? Who wants to take that one? We'll, well go with I, Marshall I mean, first. I mean, just be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if you look at all the trails, they're kind of down. Bassmaster has yeah. just a lot of momentum because it's everything's trending upward for it. I mean, I don't think there's really a specific reason why. 
um, that you could point out easily. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. People aren't traveling as much. You know, everybody's worried about what's going to happen. Um, what's going to happen I, I, I don't what, know. Jordan? <laughs> you know, you just, uh, you know let's, just ca- let's just call it economy <laughs> without getting too crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's weird. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, there's a comment on YouTube I was going to throw up there, which is, will BOS finally allow motors next year with bass roaring back to life? And that's a fair question. I don't know that that yeah. will pressure Hobie into allowing motors. I don't know that. Do y'all think motors is the deal? Is that, is that the deal breaker for some people? Um, I think it is for some people. Uh, I think, I, I, I think, think a lot of people that didn't fish Hobie to begin with though, I don't think it's a big deal for people that were already fishing the series. I don't think they stopped fishing it because of that. Yeah. 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 And I, I think it has something to do with it. I don't know what, I, I think yeah. it has a little bit of something to do with it. You know, every day you turn on the news, Jordan said the economy, people in the comments said the economy, you know, all you hear is recessions coming, recessions coming. I mean, we, been, we actually we actually been in a recession for like a year, but they won't ever say it on TV. But yeah, they didn't put you know, they keep saying it's coming, and people are maybe getting a little tight. I don't know. And and then I think summer in general attendance kind of wanes anyway because people go on vacation, kids are out of school, yeah. things, things start. I mean, happening. but there hadn't been there hadn't been one Hobie cap out or even hit two hundred yet, right? Right. So yeah. I I think I think it's kind of multifaceted. I think. The motors is a factor. I think if you if you made a list of pros and cons of each tournament, I think that's kind of how you know some people may decide this. In the past, bass had more cons. Now they don't have those cons. So if if people only have an allotted amount of time off or whatever, you know maybe that's where they're electing to to spend their time. But I think I think the payouts decreasing in value by expanding further down the field, fifteen percent payout. I think increasing the entry fee and increasing the cap also hurt it because, I mean, it's still, even though this is fishing tournaments, it's still basic economic supply and demand. If you take away that demand by increasing the supply, nobody's in a rush. You're not, nobody's logging on their phone. I haven't thought about when to register for one Hobie tournament this season because I know that there's, you know, plenty of places available last year if you if you weren't in the first six or seven minutes you knew that you might not get into the tournament now there's no rush there's no point in rushing so i think some of those changes that were made might not have been in the best interest of of keeping that momentum up and maybe they didn't want to maybe they didn't want to keep you know that that 200 person sellout field up but I think those are the things that you really have to look at more so than motors. Yeah, for sure. You know, you brought up scarcity right there, Ryan. And last year there was a ton of that FOMO. Mm -hmm. People panicked because they thought they were going to be out out of the spot. And all of a sudden they've kind of lost that, that scarcity mindset where they feel like they're going to miss out. Like you said, and they're just going to wait and register. And here we are with Kentucky Lake. It's kind of low. Yeah. It's like 60. Yeah. It's crazy. Of course, nobody likes Kentucky Lake, I don't think. Yeah, Kentucky yeah. Lake's a tough sell anyway, especially post-spawn. Kentucky Lake is not going to be too much more fun. Used to, you could sell it hard in the summer because all those giant fish moved out in huge schools on the ledges, and it was super fun. Yeah. And, you know, what, four years ago, that just kind of, uh, you know, almost extinct as far as ledge What's up with those boundaries at Kentucky Lake? That's another – that, <laughs> that's, that's one of the biggest talking points <laughs> yeah. I've heard. What, what do you think about it, Marshall? You spent a fair amount of time up yeah. there. Yeah. 
I was uh, pretty disappointed. I think I fished eight tournaments on Kentucky Lake, and and I can only assume that they did that to keep the money closer to where the the tournament is headquartered at. And I, I get that, but at the same time, I would venture to say that you know at least the last couple years that we had a BOS event there, that the tournaments were one south of that bridge. And I fished eight tournaments there, and I don't know if I've ever fished in bounds for anything inside the boundaries out of the Hobie. So I didn't know if you're going to finish that. Yeah. Inside, inside the current new boundaries. You are really bro. So I've never, I've never actually been that far up the duck river, believe it or not. Right. He's the, he's the reason all the, he's the reason all the rules change, right? Right there. I ran off a ditch in Murfreesboro and I've never been that far up the duck river. Marshall, I still wasn't that far in on the duck. I was I was pretty disappointed with the boundaries though. I mean, there was there was yeah. a probably good hour or two after I I saw it that I was I was questioning whether I was going to even bother going, and that's how yeah. kind of disappointed I was. But and I've heard that I from mean, a lot of people though. A lot of regular names that you saw finishing in the money is they didn't even sign up for the tournament because they felt like that area of the lake. And honestly, it's the area of the lake that was holding the fish. Like. All those, yeah. all those lakes mainly. That's the best yeah. Light part of the lake. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot. Of I think I think it was the, didn't want to do it. I think it was the area least affected by the carp, at least you know yeah. in my experience with with dock talk and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. I, I I understand why I you know I assume that they did it and what what makes sense, but and you know that that is what it is, but. Um, I think the timing factor of it too, and I don't mean timing is when the tournament is, but how long it takes you to get from one end of the the lake to the other. You know, I myself got DQ'd from fishing way below Paris Bridge one year by a few minutes. And then the next year they waited for like, shit, an hour and 20 minutes or so after the deadline for Josh Stewart to get there to get his check. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. What's what's happening here like it, with the previous boundaries you could easily be two hours from kentucky dam and in, in legal water long so lake. i yeah, think easy. that probably easy. weighed in on it yeah yeah um kentucky dam's a long ways from camden some people saying is it really fake news that kentucky lake's making a comeback josh asked that i've seen some small mouth pictures some other stuff is that fake news or is it really making a comeback it, it it's probably on its way back up but it's you know it to, can to me be it's, worse i mean they're not getting rid of the carp i don't know who they're kidding but they're not getting rid of those right the bass are just learning to adapt or, or what's going to happen there so supposedly they've had a really good thread fin spawn for the last couple of years which is which is what those bass have fed on so much when the lake got really popular and that's what drew those bigger fish and schools offshore chasing threadfin. So supposedly that lake lives and dies by threadfin, and they're having good threadfin spawns the last few years, and that's what's making a little bit of a comeback. But did it just did the lake die on thread on threadfin as well? Did the threadfin die off when the carp came in and started eating all the I, plankton? That's my yeah, question. That's How did it die that I, I fast? thought that same thing. Yeah. You know, I thought the carp ate the same. You know. The same thing with thread, thread are the carp are the carp there bait eaters or grass eaters are they actual carnivores they're they're they're, they're phyto yeah they're phytoplankton yeah, eaters. Yeah, okay yeah. but they're right. huge and you'll uh, have you fished it since the, the invasion jeff uh i was there at the the front end where you'd see them back in the shallows cruising around but they weren't as thick as they are now so i went and they talked about this thread fin spawn and how there's a 
a record number of 14 inch bass or what, you know, whatever you want to read in the fine print. So we go up there for the state championship last fall for the Tennessee state championship. And I go to like my three favorite small Rocky smallmouth coves at LBL. And every one of them is, I mean, packed from the front to the back with carp. That's all you can see on down scan side scan rolling on top of the water you throw a buzz bait down through there and they're just flying out of the water like it was uh i mean it was disheartening to say the least so i think you know while there may be three or four people that have the lake figured out that make it look like an upswing i think it's gonna be a tough tournament i really do gotcha yeah probably so well, we'll see. That's a great question, Josh. I, I don't know the reason. I think everybody here pointed out some some reasons why Hobie yeah, might be down. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I uh, think that's yeah. Interesting. yeah, I think the rise of of BASS has, has affected it some because more people may be pointing their pointing their their money and time that way. Even though there's not as many events. Yeah, especially uh, if you if you invest in what it takes to you know rig up a kayak with a motor and everything else, and it comes down to it, you're gonna want to use it. You're like, I want to yeah. use the one with the motor. You know. Yep. Yeah. So. I, I hope we have a trail long term. That's no motors though, personally. I do too. I really. I mean, I have a motor, but at the same time, I hope we have something with no motors. I don't. I don't want to see personally. I don't want to see Hobie back off on that. I no, want to see them stay. Yeah. Man powered. Yep. But I like that. I think there's some other factors yeah. that we need to adjust. I had a thought about that when I was at Seminole. I thought, man, all these guys, almost, almost everybody, use a motor in practice on everything else. It's like, and there's probably a lot of people that are out of shape. On Sunday, when it's going to be 30 mile an hour wind, I was like, I'm probably in better shape than some of these guys because I pedal all the time. Yep. That's <laughs> why I sold know, my motor stuff this year, Josh. I don't even have a motor yeah. anymore because of that. I wanted to get back in shape. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now, now I'm, I'm still hurt, in terrible but... shape. Yeah. Uh, did y'all did y'all see the post? Was it on our page that somebody made the post about watching the weigh-in last week at Moyak and, or the All-American? They, they were watching the weigh-in and they said, I made an observation that all of us need to get in better shape. Because oh, yeah. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a brutal, brutal watch up there. But anyway, yeah, for sure. We'll get after it. We'll hit the treadmill yeah. or something. Good stuff, Josh. We appreciate you calling yeah, thank in, man. You. Yes, sir. Thank you for having we'll me. We'll see on. you at Kentucky yeah. Lake, buddy. Yes, sir. I'll see you. There we go. Josh I like Counts, that old everybody. boy now. That's good people right there. He, he, he had the, he had the, he had the KFL camera angle just perfection on that. I know it was it was camel toe right there. I thought the it, I thought it was it was uh, as a joke. I liked that. It was good. <laughs> he was showing off a little bit there. Hey, speaking of uh, KFL, the new revamped KFL kicked off this weekend. Jordan, the new KBT, I heard. the KBT. Yeah, so uh, I got, go. I got asked to be on a team this past weekend. Okay. I, I didn't even know what I, I didn't know what I got asked to be on. To be honest, they they, they shot three abbreviated things at me, and I, I had to ask what it was. Yeah, the uh, it looked like a little different format. I don't know what the pay structure is or anything like that, but maybe we need to talk to somebody over there. But little different format. Uh, not all of the anglers are on the same water, stuff like that. So, not all to be anglers are on the same water. It's like because because of travel restrictions of and not enough teams yet. I think they're doing like. They fish their home water all at the same time, uh, like a virtual virtual situation. So it's like some of them are on the same water. in a team in a team format. But some of them in some regions are on the same water. If I understand that right, I don't. I don't always agree with John Allen, but I do today. Look at that. That's right. <laughs> That's right, son. Got to be big enough. The wind don't blow you away. You know. 
Solid base. That's what they call it. That's his only reasonable comment so far. He was dropping comments <laughs> earlier that I'm just not even going to speak of. I have. I haven't looked too hard. My I get a crick in my neck if I try to watch that thing. <laughs> if if Jeff wouldn't have pulled it up, I wouldn't have seen it. LeBron comment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, the Lakers man. They finally got AD some help over there. They're, they're winning a few games now. Um, lines are open, y'all. Call in, click that link. You can call in. We got a few questions we can we can get to here real quick. Both from Southeast Georgia Bassin over on our bass fishing over on YouTube. Y'all think bass will always do it during the classic? And when he says do it, I assume he means keep the championship during the, the kayak championship during the classic. I think I think bass is completely open to what the anglers want to see. I think the feedback, and, and you guys feel free to weigh in on this, I think the feedback that they got from this year's Classic, if you didn't watch the video or you weren't there, it was fireworks. Steve-O was hilarious. I mean, everybody was just, you know, involved in it. Everybody in the stands. It doesn't matter if you were a kayak fishing fan or not. Those people, were <laughs> they were all in on whatever he was selling. I think... If you can bring that to the table, I want to see it stay with the classic. And I say that I'll drive to Oklahoma or wherever the hell they put it. But that was that was great. That's what we need right there. Yeah, you're you're right, dude. He caught everybody's attention. They were waiting on the bass boat guys to get there. They all kind of snapped up and said, "What is this guy talking about?" And and they were into it. So it was cool for sure. And it was cool they did it while people were in the arena. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like they yeah. waited for everybody to get in the arena and actually had a little crowd out there. So it was nice. What do you think, Jordan? You think they'll keep it? I was, I, I, I kind of hope they keep it after this year. I was kind of against being a sideshow like other events have been with when they paired like the KBF FLW thing like four or five years ago. Um, even classic events where it was, you know, guys were rushed up there and rushed off and there wasn't a whole lot going on. But this year it finally felt like we moved in the right direction. And I think Bass is being rewarded with what they've done so far with that it, guys want to have that opportunity to be on stage because that actually to the guys that were on stage they were all excited everything went smooth and, and everybody was happy to be up there so i mean they're they're being rewarded with with doing things correctly and i, ho I hope they keep it yeah and, and ryan didn't you hear that they were also real pleased with the kayak anglers how they showed up at the actual expo after the championship oh, yeah. After the oh yeah i mean that's that's one of the things that they were talking about is how you know kind of involved the kayak anglers were whether it you know working the booths or uh you know doing sponsor obligations or just out you know in general socializing in the in the bass fishing world uh i think i think it's huge that's the impact that we have and that's what bass wants to see you know w whether we like it or not we're all dollar signs right like the more involved we are as kayak anglers the the more the industry as a whole is going to invest into the sport yeah, for sure. I saw the dugout booth was popping at the expo. There were people all up in there that weren't there to work the dugout booth. They were just coming through and tons of kayak anglers up there. Uh, John Allen, yeah, man, Chris Morales is killing it in South Texas. That Southeast Texas Kayak Bass League, they're throwing up huge entries and big bags. Good stuff down there. He's a big uh, old man. Yeah. Chris. Another question from the YouTubes. Do y'all think there should be an elite series, pro series, and an amateur series in kayak fishing? <laughs> I had a I, I message love... about this. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I had a ready. message about this after Seminole, actually. 
and it was it was basically revolving around a differentiator between you know the people that 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 travel and and do this you know basically for a living uh you know does that need to be cut out and i don't know i don't know what the right answer is do i think that there are two you know two different worlds kind of colliding in these fishing tournaments yeah like you got some weekend warriors you got you know the local guys that know the water that may get out two or three days and then you have the people that that there's not a home water because they go everywhere all the time and spend a week on each fishery. I definitely think there's different lanes that each, each person's in. I don't know how you, how you do that. I will agree that the time on the water is the biggest advantage that you can have in, in fishing period. Um, but do you, do you cut that out with pre-fishing days to try to level the playing field? Or do you cut, cut out that group of people and say, you can't, fish this tournament series i don't think that's the right answer myself but i digress go ahead marshall for, for somebody that fishes so many events like the to me the most fun thing like i love fishing big events and traveling and fishing hobies and bass masters but like what i did this past weekend it is just as much if not more fun for me to go take a random kayak and throw it and fish some river and just have you know fish against some local guys and fish a river tournament. So I would be obviously really affected by that because I fish so many different trails, big and small and everything together. But, um, you know, what I was going to say to start with that, I would love to see something where, you know, you have four or five tournaments in a, in a championship, you know, similar to what Bass is doing, but you have like where everybody pays their money up front where you're fishing against the set number of people the whole year and there's yeah. not guys scalping tournaments which you know is going to happen you know the way we have it now and i don't have a problem with that that's just you know guys are making money because it's um, open. but everything's open yeah. tournaments right now and until it's a legitimate um you know you sign up and you're signed up for a series it's just opens and there's nothing wrong with that that's what they're all called you know bassmaster hobie open you know bassmaster opens hobie opens and that's that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but that's to me in my mind, the next step is a series where not, you know, you have, you know, a set number of people, a hundred people, and those are the same hundred people you fish against for five events. Yeah. Let, let me ask y'all this, because this is, this is what it would take. I think uh, a few people commented sponsors and, and those kind of things. Well, sponsors won't really throw the money at it unless there's going to be eyes on it. So let's pretend fantasy world that you have a hundred anglers in, invited to this they all sign up they figure out how to produce some sort of show out of it whether it's live stream or after the fact because you're going to need more than just tourney x you know what i mean uh would there be enough eyes on it to even justify doing that would, would i mean would there be enough people watching i think if you did a like production quality with and you probably have to have two or three camera guys, but if you did a real, like the entire scope of a tournament from the pre-fishing, the practice part to, you know, the, the dinners, the hangouts, whatever it is, you know, through the day one antics, like where's who at and who's showing up at whoever's ramp cutting off their spots. Like, I think, I think if you really found a way to encompass all the stuff that goes on, even in one tournament, this happens in every tournament, there's always you know, some kind of craziness that goes on. I think you would get a lot of eyeballs on it. 
I don't know if there's a hundred people that could invest and commit to upfront. I think 50 would probably be, I think 50 would be a much more attainable number at, you know, a thousand dollar entry or whatever. Yeah. yeah you to make it you got my, yeah. you, you kind of perk my ears up there, Ryan, because like you said, all the behind the scenes stuff, that's something nobody does yet. And that kind of done right, produced right would create fans kind of like reality TV does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've 100%. seen it a lot with like golf and, you know, like golf. Uh, they've had the the separation of like the live and the, the PGA where they're, they've done a lot of stuff with like Justin Thomas and it was on Netflix. I can't remember what the name of that uh, show is, but they've, they've done it with like uh, Formula, Formula One racing and that just exploded in popularity because of the Netflix series or whatever they did and golf's the same way. So, there's an opportunity there to create fans with, you know, set show, uh, set a show to record all that stuff. John, Johnny just said the key word right here. Just don't fake. Don't try to be a YouTuber for God's sakes. Don't fake it. I agree. I, like I mean, I think yeah. there's more than enough material out there. It's, it's, uh, you know, you can be in the right place at the right time and, and who's sharing what? Because I, I know there's a lot of stuff that happens on the water that's caught on people's GoPros that don't ever make it to, to primetime YouTube even. But I think that yeah. kind of stuff is what would, you know, what would pull people from outside the sport. Obviously, we're going to watch whatever whatever madness is going on here. But, you know, as far and as outside outside eyeballs coming in as, as non-endemic sponsor targets, I think that would be that'd be it. I'm putting it all in my head, Ryan. Everybody has to stay in the same same hotel. We got to record all that, the bad breakfast food, everything. It'd be, it'd be hilarious. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. What? Bob? What? If coon hunters can drop 2500 to 6000 on a money hunt every weekend, I think, I, what, what are y'all doing up there? Imagine about, paying right? $6,000 to shoot a trash panda. <laughs> but if you shoot the biggest trash panda. 25-pounder, son. You'd win a. I caught him right as he was coming out of the dumpster. I feel like I feel like Bob should be on this show, whatever it is, whenever we get it, whenever we get it going. He needs to be there. Andy, I uh, will you throw Andy's comment up here? I will. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I think ten to fifteen percent. The way they're paying now is the only way people are getting an ROI on this stuff. <laughs> like shit, uh, you spend fifteen hundred or two grand on a tournament. You know, granted, okay, entry fees are two ninety five. I slept in my truck, but you, you're running out there and and you know getting an Airbnb, a hotel, whatever, out there for three or four days, eating, living, whatever. You're you're a grand in anyway. So I think if you're not, you know, that if you're not on that pay scale, you're probably gonna lose some money. I I, I, I could go ahead, Jeff. No, I, we got to make this a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs are like racehorses for poor people. Okay. I never tried to never tried to ride a coon dog, but I might tonight. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Jordan. I, so I cut a check at Seminole, and I don't think I made a dollar. I mean, to be honest, I, I think I think I was backwards on that, right? Because I mean, by the time you put, you know, what is it, three hundred dollars for entry fee, it four hundred dollars for my VRBO. I probably ate a hundred dollars worth of food in the three days I was down there. And then I know I spent more than a hundred dollars in gas driving to Florida and back. So, I mean, 
I'm all I'm all for you know more payouts, but at the same time, um, I, I'd probably if I had to choose one, I just assume the top ten percent get paid, even though you know it, it, it there's there's a different way to look at everything. I just assume reward the people that are doing the best versus you know water it down make it worth it for somebody instead of not worth it for everybody. <laughs> like instead of the top five are getting paid where 25 people might get a pat on the back, you still didn't make any money. Like you all lost money, even though you cashed a check. I don't, well, I don't like that. You're going to have to run the entry fees up and bring in some, some sponsor money to make that work because that that's how the open guys survive. I mean, they got what's, what's an open entry fee, 1750, something like that. $1,500. Yeah. Uh, so they can pay a little deeper because they're paying more to get grand in. Grand up front or something. Yeah, that they so. they had to pay this year. So it's it's a you know an investment. Something like that would be an investment on all ends from the anglers, from the the sponsors, from whoever's going to produce it. It'd be it'd be wild. I just don't. And know. I think, think that's where you get the the eyes from sponsors to say, hey, these are the guys that are serious and not having out of a hundred you know two hundred people that one hundred fifty people that show up to an event. You know, there's 75 people that are fishing one event, which is closest to them. So you actually have legitimate guys that sponsors can invest in to a series and not just 600 people and 100 people fish more than three. Right. Levi, uh, so, sounding like a game warden out here. Levi, don't mess with Levi now. They, don't make, green, they don't make green jeans in your size, Levi. I, I ran around. into that guy that got cut out on that MPFF NPFL deal the week before at St. T. Cooper. He was he was complaining that I was I was in his spot at St. T. Cooper. So I don't wish ill will on anybody, but I wasn't. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I was like, oh man, that, that's tough luck for him. Darn. Yeah, uh, Joe Kirk asked, "What about a kayak Bassmaster magazine subscription?" That's basically what this show is. So just come watch this every Monday. You don't need a magazine. Yeah, what is it? What is kayak Bassmaster magazine? He's saying, what about it? Should we have it? No, nah. we shouldn't. Just need Kai what are, Nation. What are you, what are you, what are you magazines are dead. Yeah. I ain't, yeah. I ain't opened a regular Bassmaster magazine. They send me 10 a week. I got a basket full back. See that light in the corner back yeah. there, guys? That's a basket full of Bassmaster magazines with some lights under it because I never open them. So. I'm um, saving mine up. I'm going to paper mache me a, a three-story house out of them next year. Damn. Levi Schneider said he looks used to look just like you when he had his COVID mullet. Stop. Do you have picks? Send picks. Uh, Bob gets two Coonhound magazines a month and he barely reads them. Come on, Bob. <laughs> Bob is in his own world. We're just we're just out here surviving, waiting on Bob to show up. Love that guy. Uh, <laughs> along those same lines, somebody asked earlier on YouTube, whatever happened to the FLW KBF connection a few years ago? uh flw saw no return at all on it so <laughs> it ceased to exist uh the flw here on nickajack oddly enough was was big marshall you were also on stage in that one yeah both um, a couple checks and trophies on on camera here but you and me both then they ran out to where was that one jeff where aj did well and eric jackson waded through some mud and caught some fish that was Wachita, wasn't it? Oh, the, yeah, yeah the it? Forest Wood Kayak Cup yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So that bombed. Off. That was like 40 people or something. So I think I think they saw just the, you know, lack of participation in that and, and didn't pursue any further. Yeah. And I think around that next year is when FLW and MLF 
were kind of in their negotiating stage too. So I think it just got chopped. Yeah. So we'll see. I've, I've, I've been curious if MLF was ever going to dip their toe. I've heard Boyd Duckett kind of hem haw around about it. On I a few don't interviews, think MLF but... has any toes to dip right now. I think they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> I think they're, they're running keeping, on fumes. They keep it all their toes in their pocket, trying to, yeah. trying to make sure they can run a series next year. So maybe yeah, we, now would be a great time to partner with KBF. Are they going to get a bailout? <laughs> MLF getting a bailout? No, I don't know. I don't know who their battery sponsor is. They might. Yeah. Get an IOU. All right. It's good stuff. It's in the pipeline, Jordan. It's in the pipeline. Uh, I was just about to say that. I, I don't appreciate that at all. <laughs> oh, boy. That's all right, uh, man. It's all and, right. and you know what, guys? Uh, along those lines of will this ever work, we've got to do some work, all of us individually, and create – kind of not create a fake character, but you got to make yourself known out there in some way, shape or form, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or YouTube doing podcasts, whatever. Like people know Jordan. I think if Jordan was on an invitation only schedule, they'd be looking to see how Jordan did not only because he's a good angler, but because you know, you're good on camera, you're funny on your stuff. Uh, same thing with like Christine Fisher, Greg, Greg Blanchard, all these people that are known on social media, that would bring all those people to it. They're just a bunch of old boys that can catch them good. That's not going to get it on, on any kind of, uh, broadcast show or high level high level and honestly that's the detriment of several of the best kayak anglers that we have is there's not a a brand or a personality that they have built for themselves associated with it so there i think there's a lot of money left on the table from some really good anglers in kayak fishing that just don't put themselves out there yeah for sure conrad spaghetti he'd be a good character to be in there I think he's just a, a snook fisherman now, if I saw that right. I know. He's he's going all in on the on them snooks since the KFL folded up. He got all willy nilly, went salt life on us. Yeah, he thought you it can't was ever snook. trust a Florida angler. Yeah, he thought it was snooky, so he ran back to he'll to be that in a string bikini in no time, only fans out there, only fish. Holy smokes, y'all. Before we get off here, Levi just sent me some pictures of uh himself <laughs> as George Marshall. Oh shoot. I didn't know where that was going. He was talking about Conrad in a bikini, and you started talking about pictures. I was. I know. Calm. I thought. Sorry, I, know. I thought that was immediate. I don't think so. we have a, a overlay big enough to put Levi on there if he sent me something like that. All Can right. You do a diagonal. See. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is uh, Levi as Jordan. Everyone, his old COVID mullet, as he says. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Your stunt double, Marshall. He needs a mullet Christmas shirt. No, I'll tell you that. He does. Yeah. I, I need to do another run of shirts. If, if they'd ever announce where we're going to go for Worlds, I'm, I'm going to make some more T-shirts. Supposedly. Where's the, where's the janitor at? If Steve Fields is still in here, can we please get a Hobie Worlds announcement? Some of us have jobs that we have to take off of, and I yeah, think we still have fantastic. to pay for it this year. So <laughs> we might need to find some money, sell some plasmas or something if they'll take mine now. <laughs> Worth more now, right? I think so. That works. is it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Levi said he'd buy one. Do you do you make them in quadruple XL? For those that don't have never met Levi, he is the NSK enforcer. He's a six foot ten mountain of a man that fishes out of a kayak here in Northwest Arkansas. So, I, we ever have uh, I a volleyball a, tournament? A He's on my team. I did a six X shirt last year on the run, so five, five or six X one. So we, I, I got access to that. We can rock and roll with that. Solid. Okay, we got him. Well, that, that was a solid show, Ryan. Call-in show. You never know how it's going to go. We didn't have a ton of callers, but we had enough to to make it interesting and some good questions. If, if from, people from could somehow just translate the confidence they have in their keyboard over to <laughs> their camera on their iPhone, would be all right. <laughs>
or, or Android Jeff. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to attack hey. you. I'm a little disappointed to... we got no Allens on the call end. I know. Uh, Rolando, um, it is, what was it, Jordan? Uh, top three in AOY and then um, TOC champ to qualify for Worlds? Yes. Quote me on that, Rolando. I feel like Marshall's confident. Top top three, yeah, top three Angler of the Year and the and the the points, the Angler of the Year. All right, what do you say we do the Yak Addicts giveaway, Ryan? Let's do it. Let's do it. Of course, it's going to be hashtag Yak Addicts in the comments. We'll start collecting them right now. We got dang near hundred people watching. Let's see if it, it's about half and half. We got more on YouTube again. YouTube is is ruling the dominating. Yeah, so hashtag Yak Addicts to win some swag. Those YouTube views, they get that gets us like an extra penny for every ten thousand yes. views, doesn't it? It's good stuff. That's that's excellent. It almost pays for one hour's worth of internet service at my house too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got that little hamster in the wheel. Yeah, we do by. it for the people. We do it for the people, not for the dollars. There we go. They're flying in. Hashtag Yak Addicts. That was good stuff tonight. Good questions. Good calling, folks. Uh, glad we got Josh and Bob in. They're always quality calls when we get Josh and Bob on. I can't wait to see how many hashtags we have and then compare it to how many likes and shares we have. <laughs> that's, a, that's always my favorite part of the night. Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me look in on – I'm going to check in on them while they're doing it, Ryan. We got 79 hashtags and four shares. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, we've got 27 likes on YouTube, even though there's 50 watching. So you make sure you hit that okay. like button. All right, 30. So I'm 30 checking, I'm checking on you. There. Checking onions, as they say up in Pennsylvania. Well, while Jeff's checking on it, shout out to Josh. I saw the shirt, homie. I saw it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I got, got it. We've got 21 said, shares I, over there on Facebook. So there we go. I sent Marshall a, a picture of my, I was wearing my Marshall fishing shirt to the gym. I said, this is probably the first time a Marshall fishing shirt's ever been to a gym. So I took it in there the other day. I just had to. I, I ain't wearing one. I ain't never been in the gym in my life. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, all it was cracked up to be. I left pretty quickly. <laughs> a lot of heavy stuff in there and treadmills. You don't get a body like this going to no gym. No. Uh-uh. That's all natural. No, there's a bunch of skinny little dudes in there wearing tank tops and stuff. I know about the yens, digs. Uh, we're sitting on 60, 61. They're still coming in. I'm about to hit this thing now. You give Again, it a couple more minutes, thing. you'll have more participation than the Hobie. Ow. That's cold-blooded, son. You know, I, I ain't even signed up yet. I up there. I ain't even signed up yet, Jordan. I'm signing up Friday. Wait until the last minute. I thought I the cutoff's sure. Thursday. Is it? Well, Thursday. Then I got to make sure my back's okay before check. I sign up. You better check. If you, look, if you look behind me, you'll see more bass than on Kentucky Lake. So, there. There we go. All right, here we go. We're doing the drawing. Dun, dun, dun. The magic wheel. It always does one little fake out right towards the end. It stops and then clicks one more time. Just like that right there. Elvis. Elvis My man, Elvis. Elvis, if you will DM me, me, your uh, shipping info I'll get and your size, please. I'll get yeah. that. Size, your shirt size, please. Let me, don't get confused. Elvis is good people. He's from up Bob's way. Of, of I know, here. I know, and he's always active on the page, which I appreciate. 
Yeah, man. Good stuff. <laughs> Dale. Sorry, sorry Dale. <laughs> Dale was victim of the fake out. <laughs> sorry, man. Victim of the pause. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, dude. You were victim of the pause there. Dirty. We dirty, dirty did you there. Dirty Terrible. did you. Dirty did you. Dirty dogged you. Dirty dogged you. Road oh, dogged you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun times. All right. Let's wrap it up. Jordan, road dogging. Coming soon, yeah? Coming soon. Soon as possible. I'm waiting on a mic to come in from the Amazon. I, I, got, I got the wrong one. I had to send it back. My bad on that one, Marshall. I didn't. I didn't know. I just thought it was a sure mic on sale. I didn't realize it was not a US. That's all right. Mic. I mean, I'm not blaming you or anything. I mean, you know, there I'm you blaming. I mean, me. you, I didn't, you sent me the link. I know. I didn't read the fine details. I just saw sure podcast mic. I didn't realize it was like an eight prong, whatever retractor. It had a Chinese finger trap on the end of it. I didn't know what went in yeah, there. Well, there you go, man. Uh, once you get your mic and they get internet and well, you got your internet, so you'll be good to go. Coming soon. Dirty dogging. Yeah. <laughs> See you, everybody. Later.